0: From the Whiskey 61 line, it's Mississippi's only food sports show on the airwaves. We're the only world food championship host in the state. This is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. And we have a special guest in the Bank Plus studio, uh, Brad Logan, Old Miss Insider, friend of the show, friend of mine, joining us. He's in the area uh, for business. And said, hey, man, can I come up and hang out in the studio and see y'all? And so he is here today. We've got all kinds of topics going on. Uh, We'll get into these a little bit later. Uh, MSU Baseball Meltdown. What's the latest on Hunter Elliott? Uh, If he's okay, how long do you shut him down? If he's not, devastating blow for Ole Miss. Mississippi State went through it last year with Landon Sims. MSU Hoops. Eh, still on the uh on the bubble didn't quite pull it out last night but um they're still you know if they uh, uh they beat m on Saturday they're right back in it at home and then the old Miss QB1 race but we want to welcome in Brad Logan to the uh studio Brad Logan good morning buddy
1: good morning bo This this is a beautiful facility it's it's really nice to get to be here you know coming on the air for years and years and it, it's nice to get to see you and the rest of the crew in person uh beautiful facility here and uh You know, you talked about a lot of topics there, and, you know, we could start at a lot of different places. But at the end of the day, man, it's the great state of Mississippi. And, you know, I see these helmets, and you've got Ole Miss, Mississippi State. You know, I think there was a a tweet out earlier about Southern Miss and the attendance for college baseball. It's kind of the mecca, and it's something that you and I get up, and, you know, we live and breathe it, man. And it's a a great state uh, just loaded with college talent. We saw the NFL just the other day about how many – players from the state of mississippi just the the natives that played in the in the super bowl i'm just so proud to be from mississippi and uh this is kind of the 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 mecca here in the the capital city here
0: yeah well thank you for your comments on the studio we you know we we put this thing together and it like exceeded my expectations with with what people did and uh i had to get out of a small radio booth Brad. love it but i needed some room i'm already claustrophobic you know yeah. this. Those radio booths aren't real big. Yeah. So
1: I encourage everybody, if you're listening, to uh, to watch the replay and, and have a chance to see how cool a studio this is. You know, you, you know, I visited with you before we came on today, and I talked about how it's got a Scott Van Pelt. A Dan Patrick type feel to it yeah. and kind of a home, a home field. And that yeah. that's kind of what you want. I mean, that's oh, yeah. where you watch games over, over you know, you know, straight ahead. There's a huge monitor that's got football and, and the talking shows now. And, uh, it's just a really nice setup and this is what it's all about. And a really cool setup.
0: Brad Logan with us on the Farm Bureau insurance guest line. Were you able to make it to Oxford over the weekend at all?
1: I had a chance to uh, watch baseball? the basketball game, did okay. not watch baseball, but. Um, obviously everyone out there saw the monster crowds and, uh, it's it set up to be a, a pretty good season. We've had some conversations with some folks that they cover it pretty in depth and they talk about, obviously you, you're, you're, you fresh off that national championship season, but what you're looking for is, is pitching talent. You, you, you talked, you talked about at the top of the, uh, the, the, segment here, the question is Hunter Elliott and there was some yeah. tightness in that throwing forearm that's obviously cause for concern my bianco talked with the media at the conclusion of the arkansas stay game and let everyone know that they became aware of that over the weekend he has since thrown since that tightness felt pretty good but they've sent those mris off to make sure that it's nothing significant uh, you know, Blake made a good comment during uh, during the break is, you know, you want to get him back out there if there's nothing wrong. But I think right. Mike's just making sure because, let's be honest, Bo, if, if Hunter Elliott can't go, that's a huge dynamic for that pitching staff for Ole Miss for how this team is going forward. Just like Mississippi State off their national championship, you look at the schedule of both those programs. Mississippi State's schedule last year when the SEC was brutal. Yeah. The same thing for Ole Miss this year. Their first four or five series are just Tough. absolute juggernauts. So, um, you know, setting up to where Ole Miss has a pretty talented team, but the problem is, is you need to know where that pitching depth is. Now, I like their depth pretty good, but you like to know where you, who your starters are. And if there are questions with Hunter Elliott, uh, that's obviously put a, put a put a put a damper on the season for sure if he can't go.
0: And that's because, you know, Landon Sims and Hunter Elliott can beat anybody in the country, no doubt. Even when you got good other starters, that's not always the case. Yeah. But when you rolled out Hunter Elliott or Landon Sims, you were like, oh yeah, they can beat anybody. It doesn't matter, right? Vanderbilt, Tennessee, whoever comes out of the West coast, whoever you run into in a regional super, yeah, you know, those not, not all your starters can necessarily, um, do that. So, uh, last, the last couple of years, you've done a lot for, for WJTV.
1: Yes, you're in town and it is a,
0: but on campus.
1: Right. Yeah, we do Which kind of a game cool. day type
0: atmosphere. Yeah. We, we
1: mentioned Samara Terry, who Samara yes, done a phenomenal sweetheart. job. I know she's been here in studio before. Uh, she left here with the News Channel Three in Memphis. Very talented, really blown up. She's now in Nashville, a, lot, a much larger Covered market. She did, and uh, I, I've had a chance to visit with her some, and she is really doing a phenomenal job. So, but yeah, uh, you know Noah Newman kind of got me going a couple years ago at WJTV, uh, and really it's really blossomed since then. And uh, we have a, a really nice setup on campus. Blake Levine, of course, is a sports director now. Yeah. And uh, Blake and I have a, a segment, and then it actually turned out we've done some things at the when Ole Miss went to the Sugar Bowl a couple of years ago, and we were on site there in New Orleans. So were just kind all? of scratching the TV itch just a little bit, uh, we were on the field. We did the pregame on the field. That's awesome uh, for the Sugar Bowl. How cool yeah. was that? It was really, it was really neat. And 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 I've also went with the WJTV to uh, when we did the Music City Bowl. Uh, with Mississippi State and Louisville, if you'll remember. Uh, that was a couple of years ago as well. So been on site at a, a number of these places and just really enjoy TV. I'm really excited about the future, what that brings. And, you know, we're, we're talking to some different companies now about uh, the possibility of maybe expanding some roles there. So uh, really excited about that.
0: You just mentioned the Music City Bowl. Uh, Joe Moorhead is Blake's favorite coach. Uh-huh. Hey, who, Joe Moorhead, by the way, Blake, who just got a big extension. Winners win, Brad. That's all I gotta say. This guy will get real real red in the face when oh, we man. start talking about Joe Moorhead.
1: To be fair, Joe Moorhead, the only coach in Mississippi State history fired after winning the egg bowl.
0: Two and and0 by the way. Two and and0 against um, the Rebels. So and and David Cutcliffe, maybe, I don't know if there's another one, cut one three in a row and got fired, which is still kind of unbelievable. Today yeah. when you kind of think about it, yeah. right? The Egg More Bowl, than
1: two in a row. Just a, just an incredible, incredible series of events <laughs> that have happened <laughs> with that Egg Bowl. If you remember, Blake, the year that, that Joe got fired as he's walking off the field after winning, yes, the year before, by the way, yes. the year before in Oxford, gets into it with, with somebody.
0: Associate AD or something yeah. like that. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure yeah. who it
1: was, but gets into it on I the think. field, wins the fan base <laughs> over. Everybody, yeah. that's my guy. Yeah. And then they they win the next game after Ole Miss. Matt Corral come down the field in just heroic fashion, and then get you know we have the leg incident. Only egg bowl, by the way. <laughs> we have the leg incident, and the then the pee, and then Incredible. the missed extra point. Just sometimes just stuff you you could not write. Sometimes though. I wonder if we work in the WWE.
0: I mean, legitimately. Like it's very pro wrestling. I don't know, the, I don't know
1: if WWE creative could come up with they anything couldn't. as good as that. No,
0: I agree with that. That's next level. <laughs> oh, my gosh. W, yeah, SEC football is WWE. It, it's got a lot of flavor. It's a lot of...
1: Well... What makes WWE so good? I never thought I would talk about this. But what makes it so interesting to me is their storylines. They're right. creative. And, and if you look at Ole Miss and Mississippi State, <laughs> there's plenty of storylines back and forth. The recruiting this year, by the way, I thought was, was really good in the state of Mississippi. We, we almost saw the days of old uh, about Ole Miss and Mississippi State going after the same players once again. Right. And I can say this, and we've seen you know the pictures from Lane Kiffin where he's been. Uh, tweeting out the the locations of the airplane, he's all over the state of Mississippi. And this particular 2024 class in Mississippi, as I know your recruiting folks uh, have been on here, have said, absolutely loaded. Yeah. And so the state of Mississippi is slammed. Maybe the one of the best crops of talent uh, in our uh, in our program's history. It so, is
0: a very loaded class.
1: Yeah. Should be a good one. You talked briefly. I wanted to to comment on this just a moment ago. You talked about basketball. I thought Mississippi State last night, Bo, plenty of opportunities to win that game. Yeah, And and look, I think, and this won't give me any favors with Ole Miss fans, I think Chris Jans is a phenomenal basketball coach. He is. I think he's a really good recruiter, and he is absolutely going to turn that program on its head. Um, You know, as long as they continue to get support uh, from the athletic department, throw a little more money in the hump, Kind of make it more attractive for the fans. Uh, We saw the Kentucky game; Uh, fans will come.
0: Yeah, fans will come. And that renovation is in process right now. Right, you know it should be completed, Blake. I think by next like October fifteenth or November one.
1: Last night, a, a big opportunity. I think missed by Mississippi State. I think. I think honestly. Beat Missouri on the road. It's a big, quiet, whatever win. One, yeah, uh, on the road. I think that easily gets Mississippi State to maybe the last four in, or maybe the first four out. Now it's kind of.
0: I think they would have been the last four in. I and, do too. And so now they got to beat an A and M team that's red hot.
1: Just beat Tennessee last night yeah. at home. Tennessee's kind of off and on. You know well, they're,
0: they're sliding, but their RPI is insane. Right, it in is their net ranking. Right, so they. Sh- I figured they'll be fine. Yeah, but yeah, I think I, I think Buzz what. Plus How about that? How about what he wear? You know, the, he's the
1: only coach the left best. that will wear.
0: You know, he the always suit. has a vest yeah. and a like. You're you've got a button down on, but he's he got puts the vest, vest yeah. and the tie. Yeah, most guys today are just wearing pullovers. Like I've got on. right with right. Jan's Kermit, yeah. Cal, you know, kind of the whole uh, Barnes. Yeah, most of them are. are you know what Jan's told, Jan's told me that he felt like. There, he wants to wear suits, but his assistants won't want to wear the pullovers. Yeah. But that makes sense, right? When you're an assistant, you right. got to sit there and think, hey, I may only have, and this is a lot, I don't have this many, uh, you know, six or seven suits, uh, and I got to rotate them. I want to look good and so on. But, but if you're just wearing the cool right. gear, you just, oh, I'll, I'll take the blue one or the red one or the white one if you're Ole Miss, maroon, white, or black if you're Mississippi State. I hadn't thought about it. He's like, I like getting dressed up.
1: What I like about Jans is he's got a lot of Jay Wright about him. And yeah. what I mean by that is is down the stretch uh, in the game against Ole Miss this past Saturday in Oxford, uh, Mississippi State did not shoot the ball well at all. I think, what, a couple out of 21 from three. So, you know, Ole Miss played so hard defensively. And yeah. that's one thing Ole Miss, I mean, they haven't won a lot of games. But every single game, I tweeted this out, they're playing their tails off. And they right. play hard. They're just not very talented. At the end of the, you know, kind of coming towards the end of the game, this game's getting close, and Jans is just kind of just surveying the land. Not, a, not, not out, of, out of just jumping up and down and going crazy. His assistants are not. I mean, they're, they're coaching. Right. Hey, hey, take it right over here. Let's get the timeout. You can tell he's, he's just standing there. He's just surveying the land. And Kermit, at the end of the game, uh, they, he talked about, if you'll remember, Beau, the last play of the game, Ole Miss just took it down the shot clock, just yeah. fell down, whatever. Kermit had a timeout. And he admitted, he says, and Kermit is always a good coach out of a timeout. He always sets up great plays. That's one thing that he's always been uh, synonymous for. And he admitted during the press conference, I did not call a timeout because Chris does such a good job defensively out
0: of timeouts. He said,
1: I just want to give it to morale and let him go. Right. And so that
0: makes sense mean it uh, does. that's
1: a lot of respect i think for, for kerman who's been in the game a long time i mean obviously he's had his struggles this year but you know to have that type of respect for chris i think says a lot about the future of the, of the program in mississippi state and, you know what while we're talking basketball i don't think you can say enough about what coach joe's doing at Ole miss yeah uh took south carolina to the brink uh, had plenty of opportunities i don't think carolina played particularly great in oxford but you know six thousand people bo really came to see a a women's basketball game in Oxford. And that, that that's a lot. Yeah it is. And it's the, 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 the highest uh, the highest amount of people that are the most of people that have, have been to a, a women's game in Oxford in the program's history. Really? That says a lot. The team team hasn't been a number one team since nineteen seventy seven in Delta State. That's how long it's been and they had an opportunity How about
0: that, Blake? Had I an opportunity. Steve Clark or Lloyd Clark Lloyd Clark. Lloyd Clark. Yes
1: sir. Native of He's Vicksburg, Mississippi. Lloyd Clark uh, won a lot of games.
0: He he was so. I, I don't even know Blake. Are Purcell and Coach Yo, are are they in Are they out? Do, do you know, Brad? I don't even know if they're in the tournament. I'm I'm too locked into some of the other things. Going. I
1: don't know about Mississippi State. I feel very confident that Ole Miss is in. They're in. Uh, okay, yeah. got it. Uh, they, Boy, they. she's done a hell of a job. Their losses have been top. You know, like, top ten losses. Got it. Uh, they lost to a Utah team um, that was top ten. They lost to number one Carolina. They lost to okay. Tennessee on the road. So, you know, the only bad loss is to Johnny Harris and, and Auburn oh, on the road. It. That was not a good. Although Coach Harris, as many people know in Mississippi, uh, she she's took their, took over a terrible program at Auburn. Right, and she's kind of turning that thing over down on the plane. So, Oh, that's um, interesting.
0: Cohen Cohen didn't hire her, and now he inherited when Schaefer her. Yep. left. And went with Nikki McRae, and now he inherits her at Auburn, and we'll see if she can get it done. That's, is this that's a, another story? Is this line. an analyzing John Cohen's hiring show? Because that could get real. Well, nasty.
1: since we're talking Auburn, I mean, we've went all this way and haven't talked about Auburn's new head football coach
0: Hugh Freeze, who you and I are uh, <laughs> more than familiar with, <laughs> very familiar, and uh, it's a home run hire. You say what you want about Freeze, you can. He's going to win. Look at the He's recruiting. Do well,
1: I mean. You know, Auburn has always been a program that, cr- that can recruit. You give them, all of a sudden, now you have Hugh Freeze, who well, he, has always been a dynamic recruiter. Say what you want. He recruited one of, I'll go ahead and say it, he recruited the best class in the history of Ole Miss football back in, what was it, both Bo, 2012? 12, 13? Yeah. With the Kim brothers? No, I, and I, I,
0: there's no question. I mean, Tunzel, Kim Dicci, and Treadwell. Connor, and Treadwell, and Ingram. Those five alone were unbelievable. They were. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And all of them were first-round picks except Connor, and that's only because he hurt his knee. So uh, that's remarkable.
1: Really is. And all of them had a, you know more than a cup of coffee in the league.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, now Ingram, Jacksonville, has resurrected his career. Right. And we know what Evan did with Trevor Lawrence this year. Mm-hmm. So back to Hugh Freeze. Right. I think he wins big. I think
1: he does, too, and, and I think he's going to – and it, looking at this thing much higher than just the state of Mississippi, how much pressure is Hugh Freeze going to put on Nick Saban when he beats him?
0: A lot this year. This year. I think that he could beat him. It's at Auburn this year. I, Do you I, don't you? Can you imagine the pregame speech
1: oh, from man. Hugh Freeze oh, man. when Auburn and Alabama play in the Iron Bowl in Auburn, Alabama? I hope there's a camera there. I want to see
0: it. Surely there will be. Um, I think they've got a chance to have a good year, even in year one. Who's going to play quarterback? Now, that's a great question. There, Some of the Auburn guys say that he's still going to go in the portal this summer. <laughs> so you don't think it's Robbie Ashmore? Well, uh, maybe. It, it may be. It may be. I think that kid showed some, some flashes of being pretty good. I mean, of having some skills when everything was burning down around him. If anybody can get... Look what he made Bo Wallace into. I don't think he gets enough credit from the Ole Miss fan base. He was an unbelievable college player. He really was. A quarterback. It's that simple. He made plays all the time. And uh, so, yeah, look, man, freeze. It's not good for Mississippi State and Ole Miss.
1: I don't think so because of his ties to Mississippi. He's going to have a staff that understands the state of Mississippi – the recruiting landscape. You want a
0: Brian Harson at Auburn. Yeah, your state you do.
1: You really do. And you want someone that's not going to recruit the state of Mississippi very hard, right? Uh, because you know the state is going to be slam packed this year. And Kirby's uh,
0: coming in, Sabin's coming in, yeah. Freeze is coming Brian in, Kelly's Brian Kelly's coming Kelly, in, yeah. and Jimbo's Jimbo. been in here. Yeah. And Jimbo, yeah.
1: yeah, Jimbo's already got that
0: McKellie connection
1: Jackson. with the George County. Yes, yeah. and um, George County, you know, he, he Coach James Ray's got a couple man. of good players this year, and I think one of them. I think a, I think a player from George County went to uh, Mississippi State this year. I don't remember who it was, but, yeah, the, it, it's always going to be a dogfight. And now, all of a sudden, you've got a dynamic recruiter in Hugh Freeze who's going to have a good staff, have
0: to fight
1: all of the, the, the old misses of the world, the Tony Hughes of the world, who's Tony is the best in the business. Yeah,
0: well, Derek Nix... Nicks- And Tony Hughes, they're they're two of the best in the
1: business. Yeah, absolutely. But now they've got to fight Brian Kelly. They've got to fight Jimbo. They've got to fight now. Hugh Freeze on top of Nick Saban selling their story, and uh,
0: but I tell you another. We got a couple minutes here. You had a Hall of Fame coach pass away in Starkville, right? And you have a brand new head coach Mm -hmm. who's never, he's never been a head coach. You know that's, and two new. Right. Coordinators. But 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 let, let's peel
1: the onion back just a moment. Okay? He's a brand new head coach. But what has he done already? Look what he did with Brad Peterson. Yeah. Look, look where he put Brad, where he exactly where he needed Smart. to be. Chief of staff. Uh what what did he do with his his coordinators? I mean, he got on the phone, he worked. I mean, I, I just I like how he set up his his recruiting class with Coach Hughes really going to going to war right. for him. Um they stove off Ole Miss. They stove off L S U, Alabama they they did what they needed to do in the portal. Right. I, I just I like what he's doing from an operation standpoint. Yeah. And uh I think I can't say it enough. Understanding the state of Mississippi, and Mississippi State's always done a really good job, but they've also focused much more on the state of Mississippi recruiting. Sure. But when he put Brad Peterson in that position over the Mississippi, over recruiting, and then you've got Tony Hughes, that's a pretty good defense mechanism for yeah. a Hugh Freeze. Yeah. For a Derek Nix who Lane Kiffin has made it very apparent he's going to go hard in the Mississippi this year. Oh yes, he so, has. I mean, you know,
0: you know, Derek's already wildly successful here, but you're right, Kiffin and them are are locked in. And Auburn tried to steal him. They and did credit to Ole Miss and Kiffin, right? That Derek decided to to stay because they they offered him a hell of a package, right? Derek next to go down to Auburn. Blake. Before we go, just since we haven't talked to you about this, Pete Golding. Was that a upgrade for Lane Kiffin, or was that a scapegoat move to make up for losing Ford in the year? No, I mean,
1: um, I absolutely think it was an upgrade. I think what Pete has done at Alabama is phenomenal. I think his recruiting chops in the state of Mississippi – I appreciate the question because I think bringing Pete on is going to add even more credibility to Ole Miss on the recruiting trail. We saw that in just in this, this cycle – of what he brought to the table, and I think more importantly, I think he's going to be an upgrade from Chris Partridge, who is the outgoing defensive coordinator. Uh, you know, we we could argue about what what Golding did or didn't do for Saban at Alabama, but I think at the end of the day, it's absolutely an upgrade, and I think he's going to he's going to make a big big difference in Oxford.
0: It'll be interesting to see, and also what Kiffin does this summer. You yeah. Know. As far as um, that Ole Miss defense, and of course, you and I are going to be all over you know whatever happens with Spencer Sanders and, and that's Jackson fascinating. Dart. We
1: talked about that uh, during the break. I, I I
0: don't know, Bo. I mean, I don't, I don't either. I mean, you you would think, like you said, Sanders didn't transfer in to play backup, but Jackson Dart sitting there thinking, I had a really good year last year.
1: And here's the fly in the moment to me is Walker Howard, the five star quarterback son of Jamie Howard, who played at LSU, a legacy player, who's sitting in the wings ready to go. So it's not like Jackson Dart can say, okay, all right, look, I'll, I'll share time with Spencer Sanders. We'll do some package stuff, but this is my team going forward. That's not the case anymore. Yeah. And you talked about Bo Wallace, uh, not Bo Wallace, sorry. You talked about Hugh Freeze and, and what he did with Bo Wallace. Oh, by the way, one of the best quarterbacks in the South, Walker White, out of the state of Arkansas, Signed or committed with Auburn. Committed okay. to Auburn. Committed to Hugh Freeze. A legacy player his dad played at the University of Arkansas. Ole Miss was in on him very hard in Walker White. Four star quarterback can sling it. Played at Little Rock. Okay. Committed to Auburn. Really? So it's just so guess, many, so many cogs in the wheel with Hugh Freeze, and it's it's fun, it's just phenomenal to see what he's able been able to do in that short period of time. Yeah,
0: no doubt. It was good to see you, man.
1: Awesome studio. Thanks, Bo.
0: Well, thanks for coming in. Brad Logan joining us on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, we're going to turn right around here and interview Tanner Allen. How about that? In a few minutes. I think he had a little bit of an impact on uh, college baseball in the state of Mississippi. So, T.A. will drop by, and we'll we'll go ahead and podcast that, maybe play a little bit of it uh, tomorrow or Friday Brad Logan in the house, thanks for listening. If you missed anything, you can go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Hope you have a great day. Lunch is brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, in Startville, and in Tupelo. We'll tell you about a tap takeover tomorrow.